0: Saturday, 5.09 in the evening. I want to touch on one of my favorite actresses. Now, I don't know, most of you are going to be familiar when I tell you what her name is. And I'm hoping that her last name is correct because there's always some type of a, like a misunderstanding with, with her. Well, actually with her first name. Um, and, but the way it is, and I've looked up the information and I follow her on Instagram. And I think she's consummate at what she does and she's talented and she's, well, six years older than me but she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. And again, I would like to meet her one day. The woman I'm referring to, and I'm hoping that I'm saying her name right, and again, I did my research, Ibeli Okaro. She's a Nigerian actress and film producer, born in London, UK in 1964. So I said she's six years older than me. Her mother is a television producer and her father is an engineer, okay? After graduating from university, she served uh, her national youth service at the Nigerian Television Authority, and she worked at an embassy in Lagos and later in a bank before she returned to acting. Um. Known as Nollywood, okay. In 2014, now she produced and acted in a music in, in a in a she produced she produced and acted in musical whispers um and that's a movie that advocates for the love and care for children with autism and i think that's very commendable very very commendable um because that's you know now everybody knows her as mama of nollywood now look at the roles that she plays though she plays a lot of roles that are maternal and that's fine but when i saw her in some movies some newer movies and she came out as her natural self beautiful woman I'm talking about beautiful I admire her and again I follow her on Instagram and I watch most of her movies and you know she's done it with so many different actors and actresses when she's very consummate and talented at what she does and I think well I admire that you know and think about someone who you look up to someone who you admire in the female sector Okay. Everybody has a favorite actor or actress that they are that they follow that they look up to, but she is an exception. Um, not saying that none of the other actresses in that industry are no good. No, that's not what I'm saying. But in my book, she's the tops. So I want to pay tribute to Ebelli Okaro. Again, I follow her on Instagram, um, and I and I watch most of her movies uh, I just think that she's a beautiful woman but the roles that they have given her and I always think okay some roles that you think when you're in that entertainment field in that industry you should be paying a variety of roles not just roles that are maternal I'm not saying that she's not good as a maternal figure she's great but let's put her in her natural form that's like okay if I were myself to go into the acting world I don't want to be playing one role because you think about this Let's look at the mediums. Hollywood, Nollywood, Bollywood, Jollywood. Now all of those industries, you have actresses and actors that you follow and you see them playing one role. Now you think to yourself, well, they could play more than one. I could be a good person, a bad person, a villain, a villainess. Uh, or someone who's so out of character that, oh, I didn't you know, I didn't think she had it in her to do this. See what I want to make my life story. I can play all the parts because, again, I haven't really changed much. I still look good for my age, and I'm not revealing that because that's not important. Age is nothing but a number, okay? Well, When you want to look to an actress and you follow her movements, I shadow her, so I follow her on how she does things, and again, she's consummate at what she does talented, you know, she's done so much before, and you think, boy, she's been in the business a long time, she's also a producer, the majority of them are, they're directors, and producers, and, and, you know, whatever else that they have titles attached to their name, and some of them have their own studios, and this and that, and you think to yourself, wow, and I can really learn a lot from her, because I think to myself, okay, so when you go into, say, drama school. You want to follow someone. Someone who's been in the business a long time. Someone who has the smarts. Someone who has the knowledge. And you think, I can be like her. I can do what she does. You know, it's called practice. Now, the only thing with me, though, and the difference between me and other people when it comes to doing a life story, I don't want to do a script. I'm sorry. I know that, oh, well, that's not the standard. Wait a minute now. There are some, some television shows or some movies too you don't need a script if you're doing it based off of your life story what do you need a script for now again if you have somebody playing the part of you that's different see i can do the narration and they can just do the parts right or i can do it myself and just improvise i think improvisation is much better than following a script now be honest here can you Really, And I know if you're seasoned professional, it's one thing. You're used to doing it. And But think about this. What if you just come onto the acting scene and you say to yourself, Okay, I'm going to present myself and I'm going to do my life story, but I don't want to use a script. I'm going to improvise. It sounds more natural when you're improvising than if you're doing the whole script thing. Because honestly, how are you going to remember those lines? What happens if you forget a line? Now again, nobody's going to know if they're watching you for the first time in a film. They can't determine whether, oh, is this scripted or is this not scripted? How are they going to know? They're not going to, they're going to think it's part of the scene. But I've seen people mess up. You just keep on going. Let it roll. It's like when you do a television show. And you're doing it in front of a live audience. I'm sure people have messed up. But sometimes it's not that difficult because you've got the people with the cue cards. They're holding it up and you're reading it. See, I don't like doing that. When you're reading lines, you're forcing yourself to remember what your lines are going to be and i think that's too much of a headache it's stressful i don't want to be thinking about what i'm going to say i know i can improvise to the best of my ability right think about this life itself is like one big television set think about it seriously you really don't need to quote be an actor or an actress to get into the industry. Look how all they have extras or people that are just normal people doing commercials. Yeah, they're reading a pitch. They're physically looking at something. Because you ever look at someone who's pitching a product to you and you think, oh, they know this by heart, but they're really looking at, quote, either a cue card or someone's holding up one of those teleprompters and they're reading off of that. You could tell you ever say, Or when you're watching the news, you see a newscaster, you see them behind the scenes of what they're going to say. But I'm thinking, why don't we just do it naturally? Naturally. Again, to me, when you're reading a script, it's like you're reading a book. You're forcing yourself to remember lines. Not many people have a photogenic memory, or a, a good memory for that, for that matter. I mean, okay, I will admit to you, when I was in school, in high school and in college, part of college, I had a study. And I retain information up here, but when, see, this is the difference between studying versus not studying. In other words, everyone's gonna say, you have to study your lines and you have to be a professional and you have to do this. No, just go in there and be the best that you could be. Be you. But again, look at it from a professional point of view. from a professional point of view now a lot of people say oh well you don't know what you're talking about you've never uh, I told you I had a little bit of a drama class back in my grammar school days and we studied and we rehearsed and rehearsed and then when it was finally for opening night I froze I don't remember the one line and the teacher was trying to lip read it I was trying to read her lips I'm like What? So then, you know what she did to make it easier so that I didn't forget? She held up a cue card. And instead of looking at the audience, I looked at her, but then I kind of memorized it and forced it. And I thought to myself, wow. I wonder if anybody caught on. (laughs) You're like, wow. Well, you know, think about it. How are they going to know? Right? But see, when you're on television and you're in a movie, it has to be natural. It has to be real. You have to do what you have to do. You have to make it look as if it's believable. But to be honest with you, now I admire her. Now she's, again, a consummate actress. And I've seen behind the scenes of how they do it. They go through a script. they, they, They memorize lines. They're reading this, like, I don't know if I can do it. To be honest with you, I'd rather improvise. I think when my time comes and I tell my story to the world, I want that. If they say you have a choice between doing it as a scripted version or an unscripted, unscripted, if it's based off of my life, why do I need a script? Seriously, why do I need a script? I know what's going to turn. I know how my life is going to turn out. I lived it. And if you think about it, all the things that have happened to me, is kind of like a movie of the week. You know, when I was younger, I used to put on shows and movies we would watch the night before and the next time we performed for the neighborhood kids me and my one of my friends would actually take turns entertaining the kids i don't even have to sit there and remember i kind of memorized it in my head of exactly how it's going to be i've played the scene in my head and i just it just kind of came out and you think to yourself good for you okay fine but then there are people that oh yeah i can memorize a 104 500 page script you got to remember lines, and when you're doing a movie, you have to make it look natural. It's hard. Again, unless you're a seasoned professional, I'm sure when the first time you you first did your very first movie, the very first movie, did you improvise or did you use a script? Or did you just play it out? You know how sometimes when you look at a, a movie and think, this is based off of a true story? Okay, so the person themselves is doing the narration and someone else is playing the part. Okay, fine. Let them use a script. I could do the narration and I can tell you exactly what's going to happen, but it wouldn't make sense for me if I'm going to play every part because I like, again, the magic of makeup. Do you know what the magic of makeup is? Transforming yourself into someone who's an older or, I'm sorry, someone who's a younger character from younger to older. Transform. I've seen it done behind the scenes. Love it. The magic of makeup. You could be whoever you want to be. When I was a little girl, I would transform myself. And actually, when I would sit there and read off of a, a play or a book, or um, I would pretend to be the character, whatever the character called for. I could do accents. I can do, lower my voice. I can do high-pitched voice. I could do whatever scene that called for it. And you practice, and you practice, and you practice, and practice, and practice until you can't practice anymore. So say to yourself, which is better, improvisation or script? And I'll tell you right now, I'm hoping that people will agree, but then again, that's based off of your own opinion, who anybody who's out there trying to make it into the entertainment world, I think improvisation is better. Because again, from a script, you're forced to say your lines and you have to remember. What happens if you forget and you freeze? That's the worst thing you could do, but then again, when people are watching on the screen people are watching on the screen they're not gonna know how are they gonna know whether you're reading from a script or not they don't right you don't have it in front of you when you're on on tv performing no back in the day and if you look back at certain times and certain movies back in different decades how they did it when they officially did a movie they actually had somebody off to the to the set that you don't see off screen read you lines. You have to physically look at a cue card or whatever. And I'm like, I don't like that either. I feel like I'm reading the part. No, I want to play it naturally. Come on, people. Let's do something different. Improvisational. It has been done. It's been done on TV shows and, and, and some TV series. I've actually seen that. And I think it's better than doing the actual script. But as again, as I was saying earlier, I, I admire her she's a talented actress, she's a producer and actress, she's a lot more, I've seen her on Instagram, beautiful woman, but again, and I think some of the roles that they have her in, you know, portraying her as maternal roles, I think she could do so much more, I've seen her her natural, beautiful, beautiful woman, I mean, I admire her, you know, and, and I, I just, she's she speaks eloquently, and she's just a consummate actress but again she's six years older than me so what does that tell you it's like saying we only want you to play these types of roles no I want to play more you know what I've always wanted to do for all of you out there if there's anybody who's listening a producer or a director or whoever you know what I want to do I want to play twins an evil twin and a good twin <laughs> you know, everyone's like oh that's so hard no it's not I've seen it done here in America, in Hollywood, where, you you know, you're playing two roles, basically. It looks like there could be another you in the room, right? It's the magic of camera, because in all honesty, there's really nobody there. It's the, and I've seen it done. Like, I looked at Eddie Murphy when he did the, um, what was that movie, where he played all the characters that were all sitting around the dinner table. They showed how it was done, but it looked like it was him and other people that were in the scene. It was him doing all of those roles. What was it, The Nutty Professor? Yeah, The Nutty Professor. That was a funny movie, by the way. Um, yeah, and I thought to myself, wow, that was really good. And they showed behind the scenes on how they did. He played every role except for the little boy, but he played all the roles and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And I didn't even recognize him when he played the older roles because he was done for all that makeup. But you could tell with the laugh. He has a distinct laugh. So it's like, that's amazing. But now I want to be, quote, the voice. I want to be the voice of one particular industry. And you ask why. I've read an article somewhere. Not too long ago. It was like a couple of days ago. About how one industry is not getting recognized. Now. There's an idea right here, that I'm trying to figure out how you can do it. Do you know how some industries cross over one another? Let's take a look at Hollywood. Now Hollywood is huge, you know, go out to California and everything, but here in New York City, where I live right across the river, and even in my own hometown, they actually did a movie here back in the 90s. Yeah. Caused a lot of headache and traffic, because I couldn't even get to my own home. You know, as soon as they shoot a movie here, chaos. And I remember at the first shop, the one person that I worked across, he goes, I heard that there's a famous celebrity going to come down and do a movie in your town. I'm like, yeah, and what's your point? Because at the time, it didn't really bother me. Then I didn't realize there was going to be a big traffic jam down here because they were shooting scenes in certain parts of this town. And I'm like, wonderful, how am I going to get home now? (laughs) Traffic was backed up. I'm like, I need to get home. Because my mother at the time was like, why did it take you so long? Because they're doing a movie down here, that's why. Now, I saw the movie after it was finished. And of course, this town was not mentioned, but I saw certain scenes from this town that were in the movie. The movie flopped, okay? But even so, after that happened back in the mid-90s, people are flocking over here into this town. People from in the entertainment field, in the sports field, in the music field. To me, they're people, okay? People, they're people doing a job, okay? Come on, let's not put these people in a special category. Everybody can be a celebrity in any form, in any fashion. It, you could be an author, a publisher, a writer, a narrator, or like myself, a podcaster. That's why I said from my last podcaster. From podcaster to film star. Then you ask yourself, do you have experience? No, I don't have experience. But I've been studying, and I've been watching, and I've been following, and I've been learning. And I don't think it's that difficult. And a lot of people say you need to go back to drama school. Mm, No. If it's based off of your own life story, you don't need drama school to to a story based off of your own life. I've lived it. Mine was like a made-for- movie of the week basically and one of my friends back in the day said you really should consider doing that putting it out on the big screen so people can see what you went through and how you are today there's two parts to this story but I'm thinking about the first part I want people to know life is not impossible life is not a tragedy life you can get through anything in your lifetime if you believe in yourself correct? Correct. You believe in yourself? Yes. Is it difficult? No. You don't let situations, you don't let people, you don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Listen to your own gut instinct. Your own voice. Don't listen to what other people are saying, cause they don't know who you are. They don't know what circumstances and and what you went through. Only you know what you went through, right? So here in this part of the world, they say, "Well, she stood alone." Yeah, I am alone. I am alone. I don't have friends. I told you, I got, I got rid of the people that were toxic in my life. And for me to trust, to fully trust, well. I would have to play private detective, but I'd be asking you the questions that make you uncomfortable. So many people have asked this question of me and I'm gonna come out and say it. Why are you so fascinated with entertaining? My father worked in a nightclub. You know what he said to me? When he worked and I saw him the first time I was introduced, introduced into the, it got into the nightclub with him, saw him at work and how he treated people as they came in. All the famous people, musicians, comedians, actors, whoever came into the nightclub to perform. He broke bread with them. You know what I'm talking about? He broke bread with them. In other words, he, see, he saw them as people doing a job. When you start putting people who are, quote, in the entertainment field in a special category, that's like saying to the rest of the world, you guys don't matter. That's basically what you're saying. Like the rest of the world, we, we don't care about them. You should never do that. Because <laughs> again, we're all doing a job. And surviving in this world, whatever industry you're in, you're doing a job. Whether you're doing it for yourself, you're doing it for your family, What it's a means it's a, it's, it's a way for you to, again, like with a regular job, put food on the table, pay your bills, uh, uh, f- f- obtain the finer things. Like, I'm not talking about material things again. From doing this part of my life story, it's money to be made, that money will be used, again, to help others in need to give back. When you do proceeds from a movie, and it does well, you get, you know, the everybody gets royalties when they do a TV series or whatever. So you say to yourself, you say to yourself, if this movie does well, okay, people watch it, they can relate to it, it gets very good reviews, and whoever's in the movie with you, whether you're doing it yourself, or you have other people doing it with you, right, and it does well, right? And you make however much money you make, that money, or part of that money anyway, will be given to people, to people who are in need. The people who are in need. The people who are, um, what's the word? Less fortunate. The people who have little to less than nothing. That's what I'm talking about. People who have little to less than nothing, right? So say to yourself this, I want to give back, give back. And I look to a person, one woman in particular, because I look to her and think she's a beautiful woman. She's been through it all. She's been in the business a lot longer. I'm sure there's other people before her, but when I look at her and I and I see her movies and I I follow her on Instagram and and you know I, I I look to her as a role model for the female persuasion because she reminds me she reminds me of my late mother. Now my mother was not an actress, but my mother had some of a similar quality to her. But again, we can't put them in the same category, right? I just see her as a woman that I would love to meet one day, but be inspired by. That's what I would love to do. Because you never know, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you meet up with someone that you have loved for a long time and then you get to meet them in person and it's like for me that's like the special highlight a special moment if you do a movie and it touches people from around the world and all the situations that you've gotten into whether it's uh, like i said in my case again it's like a movie of the week over here uh cancer depression death suicide abuse assault Everything and anything that happened to me and it happened at a young age, I got through it. And again, the question that people ask, are you immortal? No, I was at the right place at the right time. Yes, I faced death six times. Stared death in the face six times. And look at me, I'm still going strong at 17 year breast cancer survivor. Wants to make a difference for other people, but I also want to tell people that life is not impossible. Life isn't impossible, the only way it is impossible is if you make it impossible, if you put that onto yourself. Think of it in those terms. Think of it. So, again, I'm going to say to all of you out there if you're listening, reach for the stars, go out there and say to the world, hey, look at me, this is my true-to-life story. It's a moral, it's a lesson to be learned. How do you get through life? Because life can throw very rough obstacles at you, but how do you handle it? Everybody handles life differently. and you know, Everybody has obstacles and, and, and crises that they're going through at this very moment, but you know what? Look through it through positive eyes look through it through my angel eyes angel eyes i like that title angel eyes so i'm gonna let you guys go because it's a little after 5 30 and i need to reflect and see what my next topic will be so i'm gonna let you guys go so i'm gonna say stay strong be well be positive god bless all of you have a blessed sunday Take care.